It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 720. This one is with Ryan Shelton, recorded during our 24-hour live stream. And I'm super excited to release this one. Um, you know, Ryan, for me, has been the biggest inspiration. And and I can say that he was the reason why I wanted to even get into any of this stuff and learn about comedy and editing and and sketches and, and all that sort of thing. You know, I've been watching his stuff since I was 12, when he was on Real Stories and Rove and and following what he's done since. And now he's putting out a new piece of work every 11th of the month uh, on his new website, ryan.com. And that's so incredibly unique and creative. I haven't seen anything like it before. Um, I could watch his stuff all day. So it was awesome for me to finally get to meet him and have a bit of a chat at the end. Uh, but before that, it's a really great conversation right when we needed it at about 6 p.m., uh, he just perked us right back up uh, and we we're good to go for the rest of the night. So I hope you enjoy this one. This is a personal highlight for me. This is with Ryan Shelton. Bonjour! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, it's Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Shelton, you've got a skivvy oh. on. Well, it's six o'clock skivvy and scotch. Isn't everyone doing that? <laughs> Mate, you're on the wrong six call. Oh, my God. God. I did it every... Every Friday, six o'clock, Skivvy and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of How are you drinking, Ryan? What kind of scotch are you drinking? Um, it's a, it's a Glen Livet um, in a blue box. So that's the extent of, of my knowledge of, of the brand of what it actually is. But it's uh, it's very good, very affordable, relatively speaking. Um, and uh, it's just you know like when you. When the tap's not working, it's just good to drink something. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, do you guys? You haven't. You go on. Sorry, I'm going to ask you the question everyone's probably been asking you. How's how's the day gone? <laughs> oh it, yeah, yeah, it's good. TJ, you go first. <laughs> yeah, we're um, we're probably eleven hours in now, Ryan. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I haven't really eaten eaten much it's at that point where we um we just came off the back of probably seven hours of guest after guest after guest and uh and i feel i'm feeling pretty relaxed i don't have my scotch and my skivvy but i am feeling kind of relaxed right now that's weird um yeah is it is it kind of the is it the equivalent are you can't are you guys kind of in the equivalent of like it's the hump day section of the broadcast yeah it's like the they equivalent. Well, I think that what you're seeing is like a real like we've we've gotten a bit loose or comfortable with just getting a bit slower. Like the transition yeah. between uh, you being in the green green room and then coming on, you can see that like there's not like if you were watch if you were in a green room and you're watching the show that was unfolding in front of you, you probably would feel a little bit nervous coming out because it's sort of nothing's really happening. Um, no, but I. It's it's kind of voyeuristic in that way. Like it's, I feel like what like the the on the off air is on air, but the off air yeah. is the on air. <laughs> like that, that is what it is. It's great. It's is really that a, cool. Is that a gas yeah. fire? Like how how does that fire work? That is a great fire. It's a, oh, I'm it actually it, it never looks that good. I can't believe that it's come up like that. Like you, like the last couple of weeks we've had so much trouble getting it going and and. For whatever reason, right now it looks fake, but it's completely real. It's just a combustion heater. Oh, look! It, yeah. it looks so good. Wait, so with a combustion, like, do you need to, like, how do you get the wood? It's just, 
are you cutting up wood? No, well, not not me personally, but uh, I'm so I'm out of I'm out of town at the moment. I'm in the country, and the um, one of my neighbours, uh, Don Fairbrother, uh, shout out, <laughs> he's about seventy. Um, he he went out and he he chopped the wood with a chainsaw, and I kind of hurried and grabbed all the wood and put it in both of our cars for for us. So uh, he chopped it technically, but I I'm a wood gatherer. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Um, would you feel? Do you, are you close enough with Ron to invite him over for skivvies and scotches? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, his hearing's going a little bit, so um, so <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be that good, but he's a lovely man. Lovely man. What lovely. have you? Um, what have you been doing in ISO? What have you, and and how is the um? Uh, Breezer, what's going on, Breezer? Hey, bro. Uh, Ryan says hi. Um, I think that's just food, food organized. Um, the we're on air. <laughs> yeah, no, we are. This is the outrageousness. Like you can't get mad because you don't want to be the 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 boyfriend to blow up at his girlfriend on a live stream. It's not like that happened with Bublé. Bublé got in trouble, didn't he? Oh. Yeah, but that was yeah. Bublé. Yeah. That was a bit. No, okay. That was a bit no, dark. Okay, but the um, he's so, his way out of it. He's in his ISO, way out of it. in ISO, Ryan, what what have you been up to? Yep. Um. I've been, I've actually been kind of busy uh, writing. I've been doing a lot of, I've been kind of using it as an opportunity to do some things. And, and, um, and I've actually just, there's this new show, which is starting in a couple of weeks, which I'm going to be on. And so I've got a job crazily in this yeah. time. Um, so it's just this new show on ABC called At Home Alone Together. And Ray fucking Martin is hosting. So oh, ever heard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so so we're doing. I'm, I've been writing for that and like editing that, and it's and I've been I've been kind of weirdly busy. So it's been um it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. How about you guys? What have you guys been doing other than this show every day? Literally just the show. But I wanted to say Max Price. <laughs> yeah. We had him earlier on, and he, we asked who his favourite actor or comedian was that he's worked with recently, and yeah. he said Ryan Shelton, as in you. Was he? It was the highlight. What a darling. I love that need, man. He didn't even know that you were coming on the show. Like, so that's a genuine, oh. genuine shout out. Oh, that's so cool. That's, love that's it. nice, isn't it? I went and did, so he obviously works on, on Kinney's show and I went and did like a day on, on that and it was the best. Like their show is so much fun because it's just, it's kind of, it's that good level of crew size where it's big yeah. enough to do lots of stuff and move really fast, but not so big that. It's a it's COVID-19 kind of problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just managed to finish. Did he talk about that, actually? Did he talk yeah, about, he talked about it a bit, yeah. Filming. That was kind of a weird thing because you were seeing, like, updates from him and Troy's Instagram and everything was locked down. And I was like, how are they – what are they – like, how have they got, like, snuck through? Like, mm. like they mm. – what did he say? Also, they like they well, it, basically went as far as they could, but then they ended up having to shut the thing down. Um, so I didn't there was a, yeah, so there was a bit of stuff. They did eleven they days of fourteen or something like that, yeah. and so they're still going to uh, make it happen. Yeah, is, okay. Oh, okay. It seem, That's pretty good. Our um, our producer yeah, I mean, yeah. Charles is is asking. So this is a little bit unprofessional, and I hope you don't mind. But with the um, the merch, you are a big supporter, and you bought some merch. You put a PO box as the address, but we oh, then took, you're we took it off. We took your billing address 
because our uh, Ramble, who was riding around the bike, was doing deliveries and we we were trying to be tight asses, but you can't sort of just give it to Australia Post. Have, no. has, has Ramble sent you? Oh, fuck. You're at the... You're, at, you're, you're away. You're at the I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm away. Yeah. So there's a t-shirt it's, somewhere. It's in the letterbox. Sure. It's, yeah, it's in the letterbox. Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's fine. And there's a bunch of thieves in the building, but I can't imagine <laughs> they'll yeah. be operating at Look, a, if... they'll be like, a thieves social distancing? <laughs> I guess they probably no, would nice. Definitely not. See, no, here, I mean, it is one, one of the points. There was some advice from some medical person saying stock up on your drugs, which seems counter. But if you think about it, there's no, like, think about getting shipments in from overseas. Drug dealers are going, you know, everyone's going out of business, including them. Yeah. Drug dealers? I mean... Surely well, drug dealers in terms are of, time of lives. Uh, you know, the supply chain, Ryan, as you know, it's been affected. It's been... And so, uh, um, what's yeah, it, sorry, so, so it's the, the first, mind. it's the first today, uh, the 11th is when you release a new Ryan uh, video. Yeah, uh, can, can you what, give why us... Why are you up to? How many Ys have I'm we up, down? I'm up to four. Y four. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this, yeah, I've, I've, I've started working on that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange at the moment because the first two, obviously, I mean, even though I, the first two I made were videos done on a very small scale, like it was just me and a guy called Tim who I work with and another guy called Michael. It was literally three of us that made it. Um, so technically we could, but because I'm not in town and everything's a bit strange, um, making things at the moment in the same way that you guys are having to adapt, everyone's kind of having to figure out uh, how do I do what I do and not make it all about the pandemic, um, but still, you know, I guess remain or, or stay true to what you want to do and not let it affect you too much because... I think with your, your show is probably different because it's, it's more like a radio situation than when it is a radio situation. But with, with the website, with, with Ryan.com, um, people like, like a podcast, people will discover it at different times, I imagine. Like there'll be people who will probably stumble across it in like a year or two years. And I'm kind of wary about... I mean, on one hand, it's, you could look at it as a time capsule, but on the other hand, you could look at it as just like content mm -hmm. and the time capsule mm -hmm. aspect of it is kind of interesting because um it, when i started doing this i was kind of interested uh, i was interested at looking in looking at it as a sort of diary of sorts or a, a, in the same way that like a musician will write a, an album about where they're at in their life in that point in time it was kind of interesting to think about it as like well maybe i'll just write about and make things that are kind of about the things that are happening to me at the moment or what I'm thinking. And that was certainly the first two. But now as I'm sort of three down and moving into the kind of the, the guts of it a bit more, um, especially in the first two videos that I made, um, uh, I felt like I really came out swinging with the things that I really wanted to say, like the things that I mm. were on my mind have been on my mind a lot so now it's sort of I'm sort of more into the area of like well now what do I just want to do like I don't I'm not as those sort of things that I wanted to say aren't as aren't as prevalent there aren't as they aren't as top of mind because I've put it out there um and so now it's more about just like what fun things can I do like what you know when in this 
in a situation where you can do anything and there's kind of no real restrictions, it's sort of it sort of can be kind of overwhelming creatively, I guess, mm. because where anything's possible. Like I, I'm someone who really loves parameters, which is kind of why I sort of set myself this goal of doing one thing every month. So it's, there's a time parameter, and of course there's a budgetary parameter as well. But but creatively, you can kind of do anything, and it's not even restricted to just video. Like the last one I did was just purely audio, and so it. it it's kind of exciting, but also overwhelming to kind of approach each one. Like this next one I'm doing is completely different again. I mean, it's, it, I think it'll be, it's video, but uh, it'll be just completely different than the other things and just not connected at all. Um, mm. But it's just the most, it's, it's, the, it's some of the most fun I've ever had doing anything. It's complete freedom like you guys have, and it's liberating. It's so exciting. Do you think, Do you think that the, the uh, guy to you? Sorry, mate. I haven't talked for ten minutes. I fell asleep. <laughs> no, not because of you, Ryan. I'm just fading, fading hard. I need some yeah. sort of sugar. Um, Do you want me to repeat what I just said? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's we we you do the one for one, but it's completely gone out the window. And um, oh, yeah, and so yeah, it's you know it's it's. Getting I think your delay has gotten um, a bit full on. I think that's part of it. So I just, just, just so there's something <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, sense of humor. We talked about in, in the recent weeks, Sev's having zero sense of humor. Um, I mean, you're a comedian that is stimulating people's sense of humor. What is your, I mean, it's, it's a weird one to even identify. How do you, do you, what do you view as your own sense of humor and how do you explain that? Um, that's Good question. It's good. Yeah, I, I think it's changed a lot actually. In you know, if I kind of like, and I and I've been reflecting on it quite a lot actually recently. And I think more and more, I'm more interested in sort of finally being, uh, without wanting to sound kind of uh, too sincere about it, but kind of being truthful. I think more than anything, uh, when I certainly like in years gone by and other things that I've done and shows that I've um, developed and things that I've made, it's always been, um, it's always been like, well, just what's funny, you know, just trying to make it funny, silly. And I, I was always really kind of like allergic to the idea of revealing myself at all. Like I just never wanted to tell anyone about who, you know, what I was thinking or you know, anything. And I think mostly because I didn't really know and I couldn't really articulate it. And in the last couple of years, um, as I've done sort of more um, reflection and more just sort of thinking about what I'm doing and where I'm going, I guess, it's become easy to articulate. And I guess once, once you kind of understand yourself more, then it becomes a bit more, well, at least for me, it's become more interesting and exciting to be able to express it. So for a sense of humor, mm. I'm, so I'm, I'm looking at just like the, the truth of, of like what I'm actually feeling and realizing more and more, just we're all so similar, we're all the same. Um, we're all having similar struggles to a certain extent. And I think, and I'm certainly, <laughs> I'm certainly not the first person to do this, but it, it's very new for me. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Have you learned anything about yourself in ISO? Like any, any big surprises? Uh, 
Not really. I mean, it's 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 confirmed my love for pasta. Um, <laughs> but other than that, uh, not, no, not, no huge revelations, really. How about you guys? Have you guys had any kind of big sort of... Well, I think it's around the people. Like, I mean, that's one thing that we all have have had to cut. It's It's people. And so the family thing, I mean, as much as we've all coped, I feel like... It's so, I've loved, I saw my parents last weekend and it was really lovely like to see the joy in them, which is something, it's one of those moments where you'd probably take it for granted when you're just around people all the time. And so just mum and dad, the relationship they have with my son Bodie. Um, and yeah, I mean, it goes from that to then beers, beers with a mate is, uh, yeah, you kind of miss that too. Mm. Yeah. What yeah. about you, 97? 97, what have you learned about yourself? You've been suspiciously quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what have I learned? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's probably interesting because it's it's that social need that I, I've discovered I can sort of fulfill it through being pretty much digital only, like being able to FaceTime. Like I think I've, so you're not going to see probably, anyone anymore? Is that the... Is that the <laughs> you got to... You gotta, You've got to meet Grace I, Mason. The relationship yeah, can't yeah. continue. Oh, he's, 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 he's got a girlfriend since being in. Uh, yeah, that's that's a Mason. that's a great discovery as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think just. I mean, I've I've never I've never been one to FaceTime heaps and 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 really get into all the messaging, and so I think, I've I've sort of I've done a lot of that recently, and I think that's that's been something that I've I've lent into and and sort of enjoyed over the past. Fair few mm. weeks, so that's yeah, great. great. Yeah, you're going right. Sorry, John. Uh, I was, I've sort of realised that. Um, I realised that pretty early, actually, when when people stopped seeing each other, and we were relying so much on video chat, and video chat kind of had this rebirth. And before that, for me at least, FaceTime. Uh, or Skype was only kind of reserved for special occasions. Like it was like, if you go on a holiday, then you'll like FaceTime your family or your friends or partner or whatever. Or if it's like a work meeting that you're not at, it's like, well, I'll FaceTime in. But then all, really quickly it became just like FaceTiming like you would call someone. And it, and it sort of, I feel like we were finally in that future that all of the films predicted. I don't know if it'll stick around, but it's like that idea of like, well, a call is a video call. It became more and more, I think. So have you been doing much collaboration? Like, so like doing creative calls or, or having sort of work meetings within sort of that video conferencing context? And it, and is it different than sort of being in the room? Uh, I haven't done a lot of it. Uh, the only... I mean, in the same way that conference calls are shit, it's just like a delay. Mm -hmm. Any sort of delay just kills. kills it, it's it's just it's so it's so frustrating yeah. <laughs> because you'll be on this roll <laughs> and then people will jump in, and then and then you spend you know twenty seconds. Going, no, no, you go. No, it's all right. No, no, sorry. Or you can say something. Sorry. <laughs> and it's just really hard to get that roll on. So I don't know. Video calls of any more than three, you know, one, two, three, four, five people. I just uh, <laughs> TJ, TJ. I was just going to say, yeah. what do you think about um, 
97, uh, tapping out with George so George can jump into uh, oh, yes. to, a, yeah, um, 97 spot. Because, Ryan, George, our editor, is uh, yep. one of your biggest fans. And he, he also oh. is – it turns out he's a big fan of Keep It Cleaner as well. He seems to be – and Pete Murray. <laughs> he's a big, big fan of everyone. But he does, okay, yeah. he does know a lot of Ryan Shelton trivia. So, um, Sevs, do you want to do you want to sort of end that? And yeah, let's sure. get, do I need um, to send him my um, key, or is he good? Uh, no, I can switch him. I can switch him in. He's just going to have to have to join God, in. This is so okay, so, great. yeah, this will be um, great. I'll leave yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. Um, right, Easy. just on what you're saying, it's like it almost we need rules in these about who's speaking, but then that is not how you normal ha have human interaction right so it's like we don't go to the pub and then enforce rules about when ryan's talking and then i'm talking yeah. it's a bizarre thing but then you find it yeah. works you find it works well it formalizes what should just be a fun environment like it <laughs> kind of it's it's yeah it's just it's really hard i mean like the the delay thing I, i'm shocked whenever i'm on a conference call on like proper conference call software and there's a delay like and not even video <laughs> Just like audio, it's like how are there still delays? <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely a it's a it's a bit of a buzzkill, but um yeah yeah okay it's a nightmare, here we go. It, it is a nightmare, but do you know what? We've got uh, Georgie boy. George, are you in? Are you in the George. chat? Can you hear us? I think so. Oh yeah, great. Hey, Ryan. Yeah, just just have a chat with hey, with George. Ryan Shelton. <laughs> oh, don't make it awkward. How's it going? No, 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 I won't. I love oh, the yeah, turtleneck. It's a skippy, but yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I um, I was actually wearing it today because it's quite quite cold today, and um, where I'm working is like a shed, and it's freezing, and so um, yeah, I realised it's six. I was going to do six o'clock with you guys, and then I realised, holy shit, skivvy starts with S. What else starts with S? Scotch. And anyway, I picked this crazy idea to Josh, uh, skivvies and scotch at six o'clock. And here we are. <laughs> I'm just going to eat my burrito. I, I hope you guys don't mind while, so George sort of yeah, go. Know, gets Is that homemade, right. Josh? Nah, it's from um, Happy Mexican on uh, Hoddle Street. Great uh, establishment. Go slow, Josh. Go slow. <laughs> okay. Don't eat, oh, don't okay. eat too okay. fast. Okay, great. And yeah, you don't have to finish one. it. You can... <laughs> I could, but I won't. I'd love to see it in one, John. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to do it in one? No, no, no. no, no don't we'll do it in one. No, no, no. I'll, I'll vomit. It's a nightmare. Um, so, George, you want um, to edit? I am. And, uh, yeah. Are you, are you editing all the yeah, videos? Well, I've been editing, like, <clears throat> my own sort of videos for the boys, um, but the episodes mm. and stuff... They don't get edited, obviously, but I edit like the promos and I've been doing a, a little hump day replay every Wednesday where I like recap the week and yeah, um, great. I feel like it's been heavily inspired by you. You've been probably my biggest inspiration <laughs> since I was... For the hump day replay? Yeah. No, no. Just oh, in really? In what, in, what, in what sense? Well, I've been watching you since Rove days and, um, okay. and like the... Greystone twenty eight hundred and stuff like that. Whoa! And Greystone twenty eight hundred. What's that? What's that? Greystone twenty eight hundred. Greystone twenty. Well, George can probably he probably has a better memory of it than I do. But yeah, I mean, Greystone twenty eight <laughs> was um was uh, years ago. So 
um, me and Hamish and Andy and Tim Bartley, um, we are Radio Karate, that's our company. And, but when we're at, we, at, the very first job we had on TV, like paid job was at Channel 7 and we did this work on the show, which ended up being called Hamish and Andy. I'm sure Andy or Hamish have spoken about it at some point on, on this podcast. Anyway, that lasted like five minutes and then that got axed. And then we got a, a, like a, a pilot deal, I think, at Channel 7. And so we created this pilot and that was a Tonight Show style, um, late show inspired kind of sketch slash live thing, um, which, you know, had some, had some okay bits and whatever. We were very young. Uh, but one of the things we did in that was this sort of mockumentary uh, thing, like this short mockumentary, which was essentially a, a, a mock documentary about a couple who uh, purchase a display home and the display home uh, continues to operate as a display home while they live there. And, and so it was me and so it was me and Hamish and Andy and on the show, but then also Celia Pakwala was on the show as well. So her and I were the married couple who who owned this house and had to deal with people coming through. But that was, that was the, um, when that pilot didn't happen, we, t we entered that, the Greystone 2800 into uh, the, co the Melbourne Comedy Festival short film competition and it won. And then part of the prize was you could, it got screened on the comedy channel on Foxtel. And then from that, uh, either Rove or uh, someone at Rove saw it and then we met with Roving and then we ended up making a show called Real Stories, which was based off mm. sort of like triggered from that thing. So you would, you would have right, seen that on the through your head? Sorry. Just yeah, gonna go. say, what's going through your head at those, at those times? So fresh in your career. What are you thinking when you're meeting with Rove and Roving Entertainment? What, what's the vibe there? Uh, uh, well, terror and um, just ecstasy. Like it was just so, because we yeah. were huge fans of Rove's show. We, you know, I mean, Hamish and I, we went to high school together and we loved Rove's that We did year 12 in 99 and that was Rove's first year when he was on Channel 9. So he did one year of Rove on Channel 9, um, which was just brilliant. And then they went to Channel 10. But that year, Hamish and I did year 12 and we were at Schoolies Week in in Noosa <laughs> and one night we were we were at it was like a Tuesday night or whenever Rove was on and we were at this place called the Rolling Rock which is this d delightful nightclub in on in Noosa and we realized it was 9 30 and Rove was about to start and so we like left the nightclub on schoolies week and race and like, ran home to watch Rove so then cut to like, a, you know, five years later or whatever it was, and we're having this meeting with Rove was just like, we couldn't, well, speaking for myself, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like I, the I, just, I just stopped. Sorry. I just stopped my timer. That was about four minutes to eat yeah, a whole good. burrito, Josh. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to, well, I didn't want to miss this gold. It was great. George, keep going. Just you can go. How long have you got, by oh, the way, well, Ryan? Can you do till till seven? Have you got another? I can go till seven. I'm actually at seven o'clock. I'm watching Helen Badu's live Zoom show. Okay, great. <clears throat> do you know, oh, great. Do you know Helen no. Badu? No. Yeah. It's um, Anne Edmonds does a character called Helen Badu, and it is so funny. And she was, this character is so funny, and she's doing 
uh, two live Zoom shows tonight and tomorrow night, and so I'm watching. That. I've got t- I've got tickets. <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> that's seven. so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, yeah, like, George. The sorry. Real... No, that's okay. I'm just so glad I can that's finally meet you because <laughs> <laughs> real stories was the reason why I wanted to even get into this film like industry really? like tv oh, anything like nice... hands down the biggest um inspiration for me i loved that show so much and wow. then the other one was we can be heroes which i know that you wrote on um yeah oh, amazing so, but but what i what i loved about your your stuff in rove days was um like the editing being the joke and mm-hmm. you know you know the making that, that's what made me want to start getting into editing and stuff just because you know you can yeah, right. add so many jokes into the video in the edit which i loved and um yeah that, i was talking to someone about this exact thing like just the other day <clears throat> because uh when we were when i was doing that segment on rove uh the very first segment i did was one of the ideas that was left over or that we did on that pilot on channel seven that never went anywhere so i redid that idea and I, that I was kind of like I didn't really know what I was going to do. I had no, I had no kind of theme, or I had no kind of like linking idea of what the week to week idea was going to be. And so I did my first one. I think my first, I think it was like ideas. Oh, ideas. That's what it was. Oh uh, yeah. So ideas was like my the title of my segment, and and I did it. And and I remember film. We filmed it. Tim and I we filmed the first one. And I remember, and I'm sure you, everyone who's made anything will know this feeling. You get into the edit and you watch the first cut and you're, yeah. you realize that what you've made is complete shit. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, oh no, it's like, this is bad. This is really not funny. Like there's so many dead spots. It's slow. Um, there's like a 30 seconds with no joke or, you know, which is a long time in those short little segments. And, and I remember having that sinking feeling, which I now realize is quite normal, but it, at the time I panicked because in four days time, this was going to go on my favorite show. Yeah. So I was panicking. And so I remember so, so specifically thinking, well, what if we, instead of just cut it, what if we do a slide transition and I just do a voiceover saying slide transition? Just a, <laughs> just like a little fun, just to, to feel like a moment, and yeah. and we did that, <clears throat> and yeah, and at the time I was heavily influenced. I'm pretty sure Tim and Eric had started by this stage, because I was so influenced by Tim and Eric, and I think that I was sort of trying to emulate the way that they would kind of play with the medium and the way that I mean a lot of the stuff that I liked in my life is stuff that. Uh, plays with form or convention convention or whatever and i remember thinking oh that's that's a good way to kind of like make boring bits funny and then that all of a sudden became what i was writing so i said then it just became like well how many edit jokes can i write and it became yeah. like this thing where that was the joke then and but it, it came from the set it came from necessity or panic really um, but it yeah. became like this really fun thing to do and then shoot and then the edit became the most fun part. Yeah. I mean, when you're putting stuff out every week for Rove and now every 11th for yourself, like how do you yeah. 
Because I've been doing that with the boys for the last few weeks, and every time I'm about to put something out, I hate it. <laughs> and the first thing I want to do yeah. is tell people I'm not happy with it. How do you not yeah. do that? <laughs> I, I'm exactly the same. Every for all of these ones, I'm for the first two videos that I made for the for the eleventh, I was terrified and I was convinced it was shit. I can I was convinced, well, not necessarily shit. I was convinced that it was like. Oh, people are going to think that I'm taking myself too seriously or people are going to like just concentrating on what yeah. the works of, you know, what you worry about, how people will react. But I, I, I get that every, every single time I make something, you get so close to it. Yeah. That you can't really see the, what you saw in it at the start. Like the thing that you, you loved when you had the idea and what made you want to actually make it by the time you get to the yeah. end of it, you sort of get that bit. And you're just sort of concentrating on those little tiny details that most people will never notice. And you've forgotten the actual core of the idea that made you want to do it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think like when you're... Go, George. Oh, sorry. No, this, is <laughs> like this is your moment. The, the committing in public to put something out on a certain day and then having to do it, I think is, is good. Like that's, that's sort of what I've been doing with this Wednesday thing, but, um, you know, yeah, sort of inspired by your 11, 11 day, like, um, you know, you're, you're yeah. telling everyone that you've got to put something out and then you have to. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I think I, that's just the reason I did that was because I respond just to deadlines and expectation. Like if I, if there's no one expecting yeah. it, I'm likely to do it and I, I can sort of, um, excuse myself from not doing it and then I just make less. So it was more just out of going, I know I'm happier when I make things. So how can I get myself to make things? And it was to, and the idea I had was to kind of set this expectation in public. So I'd be publicly humiliated if I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> what do you look at most fondly? Like when you look back at any, at all your projects, are there any ones that were maybe even painful or whatever when you did it, but you actually look back at it now and like, oh, that's actually really good. Um, Oh, luckily nothing's been really painful. Mm -hmm. um, but what, I mean, the thing that I, the things that I look at most fondly, I guess because I've had different roles on different things. Sometimes I'm a producer and sometimes I'm just a performer and you get different things out of both. And I love mm -hmm. both. But I always keep coming back to Cliff. Like mm -hmm. Cliff was a, a series I did on Instagram, which is 15, they're 15 second episodes. And I played this character and that was something that was, we, I did that in a year where we were, we weren't making anything at Radio Karate and I just, and Instagram was still relatively, uh, well, video on Instagram was still relatively new. And, and I remember thinking, how can I, how can I make the most of it or what can I do differently on it? And ended up just coming up with this idea and I had this time to do it. And that was an, that was a situation where it was just me and Tim again, and usually one or two other people helping and whichever actors came and did it with me, but it was complete freedom again, like just the, 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 the feeling of publishing something directly to the people who are going to watch it yeah. and literally hitting the button, like literally hitting the post button was just, I remember feeling, thinking that that was incredible. And I still, still love have that. Rye. Did you still have that, uh, you know, the feeling that George is saying that weekly, like as much as it did, it is something you look fondly upon. Did it still have that level of, oof, 
within it? it for Cliff? Mm. Uh, not as, oh, I mean, a little, definitely the first one. Definitely when I did it first, yeah. uh, there was definitely, by the time I kind of got to the point where I was posting and I kind of, it's almost like I came out of this thing and I looked at what I'd made and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like playing this character in this bob wig in pajamas. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? You were on television, mate. <laughs> I love that. It was... And so, like and it so used... I had that definitely... Sorry, George. Sorry. No, no, go on. <laughs> no, and I definitely had that feeling of like, um, of, of, of worry, but because it was Instagram and because I knew that comparatively to the other things that people were looking at on Instagram, it would at least have higher production value. I think I was leaning on that or my ego was resting on that a little bit yeah it was so good like it used the platform so well and there was, there was another one that was um is one of the first like instagram series i saw was um with kyle mooney and it was dnk oh, yeah so oh. you guys heard, heard of this that was that uh, is the greatest thing yeah yeah i loved rewatching again the it? other day you would have seen that Kyle Mooney, George, he did that recent, that Instagram stories influencers thing. Did you yes. see that he did? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he spaces it out so much. It's like, you know, he'll do one and then a week later follow up on it. And it's like yeah. this long form joke that is done over Instagram. And it's, it's so neat, but yeah. it's just brilliant. I oh, love that the Carl Mooney, I don't know if it's, I'm assuming it's still on YouTube, but the, the Vox Pops that he used to do before he got <laughs> on Saturday Night Live, um, he, yeah. so Carl Mooney's on SNL and but before he was on SNL, he did these hilarious Vox Pops where he would go to baseball games and stuff and he would talk to people, you know, interview people, but not really, like sometimes he wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of hard. Stupid to try and explain it, it's, but company is unbelievable. Yeah, and he was using like one of those like shotgun mics with a huge XLR cord, cord and just like tripping <laughs> right. yeah. gold. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you kind of get the sense, I reckon. Like with Carl Mooney, I like when he got an SNL. I was always interested to see how he would go because he's clearly. I don't think he would necessarily respect the comedy that SNL has done in the last like ten years. Like, I think that his comedy is so alternative that what SNL do, to, I reckon to him, like maybe he would have grown up liking it, but I reckon in more recent years, he would look at it and think, that's ah, a bit, it's probably not his thing. So then to get on it himself, I reckon now he's doing these things on Instagram as a way to kind of cleanse his yeah. soul a little bit <laughs> because he feels like he's doing something that isn't his actual favorite well, he gets thing. gets slammed on SNL from people like it's it's pretty rough fans just you know yeah think he's shit but, but it's like you haven't seen his old stuff guys he's so good <laughs> yeah but also i think the people who are snl like diehards um yeah. have a different sense of humor to kyle i reckon different mm. so yeah you probably can't it's probably not fair there's and a lot of love um uh, Ryan Shelton in the comments in the chat for you and Max Price has just jumped in said the man himself Ryan oh, Shelton Max Price! <laughs> and there's um yeah there's a, a bunch of uh, comments Casey was saying um perfectionism can be so uh frustrating do you think uh Ryan have you been told that you overthink things is is that sort of a thing that you do 
I have I have definitely gone through times where I've overthought stuff. Um, but I remember reading something, and I'm sure you would have read this, Josh. I feel like any sort of creative inspiration thing I've read, I feel like, Josh, you've probably read it before me. Do like myself um, help, yeah. I know, yeah. But, uh, but the, there was something about where it's like the best thing to do is to just start, you know, because like, you can so easily get stuck in that mode of just like thinking and thinking and thinking. And by the time, mm. if you think too much, you can easily talk yourself out of it. Whereas exactly. if you just actually do it, you can prove to yourself whether you're right or wrong. And if it's shit, then you can just move on. But if it's, if it's good, then you've actually done mm. it. And that was, and that, that, that was, that, that's what's kind of great about things like Instagram and, um, yeah. To, and, and even like what, what I'm doing with the, with the 11th, the time parameter means that you kind of have no choice, but to just start because there's a time pressure, like there's mm. a deadline coming. So yeah. if I was to take all the ideas I do this year on the 11th, and if there was no time restraint, I'd maybe get one or two of them done because I'd spend so long thinking about it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What's, what is Ryan, um, yeah. What is the catalyst, but like for kicking off something? I mean, you know, strangers to doing creative projects, but for something like your new one, what is the catalyst of, and what we previous to that, like, what's the lead into actually going? Okay, I'm going to make a commitment now, and I'm going to put my foot down and start working. Yeah, it, it uh, it's purely that I recognise that um, I'm at my happiest when I'm making things that I believe in. Uh, when I'm making things that I believe in and putting it out there and I can see that people are like enjoying it and people are getting some level of joy from it. Um, and that again comes back to Cliff, like the, the experience of making something really fast, being able to write a whole season of something in two days, film it in one day, edit it in like a week, and then have it play out in another week and to be able to see that the instant response from people was just just one of the best feelings i've ever had like as far as a, a rewarding feeling far better than than rove even um even though rove being on rove had like this a higher profile um it, it, I don't know. It just, it didn't, it, I feel like I didn't have that same level of the, the response. You, you don't see people in their homes. This is back mm -hmm. in, back in the days when people made television. Um, you know, you, you couldn't see people in their homes actually, uh, commenting or laughing, uh, or, or, you know, the, the, the best, which is like when people tag their friends and want to tell someone else they enjoyed it so much, they want to tell someone else and they want to share it with them. Mm. Okay, I, I, so with so, and then the other the other part of it, Tommy, is that I, I'm I'm lucky that I have a lot of ideas, and I and the most exciting part of the process is the having the idea and fleshing out the idea. Sometimes it's like after that point, then you have to make it, and then it just yeah. becomes annoying because it's like, oh shit, okay, well now I have to execute this exciting thing that I spent. I had so much fun thinking about it and writing out the document or whatever, but now I have to go and shoot it and it's raining and then oh, it's annoying. So the every month thing, it sort of meant that I could, I could get through more ideas quicker. Like even like the, the third thing I did uh, three weeks ago is a thing called Now Shower, which is an audio sort of music comedy thing. 
Um, and even that, like that's an idea I had uh, about a year ago. And when I decided to do it as one of these things, I was so excited because I was like, oh, I can just do three episodes and then that's it. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to sustain this idea to the point like, because writing sketch comedy is fun at first and then it kind of gets laborious because it's like, you know, you've only really got like a handful of ideas that you keep then rewriting with different characters and different scenarios. So to be able to just, um, well, speaking for myself at least, so to be able to just like make three of these episodes and really love them and love the process of making it and the person I made it with, and then to go like, okay, that's done now. I can start a new idea. Like that's just my dream scenario. I just, mm. I just love it. Uh, in the comments on YouTube, uh, Whitey's saying, Ryan, have you considered taking your Melbourne International Comedy uh, Festival show and putting it onto another medium or are you saving it for next year? That's uh, Dave's Shed Show. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so Dave's Shed Show that I do with, that I did last year at the festival with Steve Parry and Dave Lawson, obviously, and Mark Wilson uh, from Jet. We were going to do it this year and obviously the festival got cancelled. We did... Well, we are still trying to get a, get some sort of TV network interested in it. Like we did pitch it um, and there was initial interest and there is still a bit, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen. Who knows if it's going to happen, mm. but it was, it would have been interesting to see if that happened because obviously doing something live in front of an audience and doing it on TV is completely different. Um, and the live experience of at least making that show was this the best. It was just a dream. I loved yeah. Can I just those say, guys. That was the, that was the funniest live show I've ever seen. I'm not even joking. Whoa, I can't wait really? to see it again this year. Yeah. Oh, it was my favorite oh, thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, that's... it was so good. I was trying to explain what the show was when, when people said, What should we see at the comedy festival? I said, You have to see Dave Shed show. And then it's like, Oh, what's that? I was like, oh it's yeah. It's um, it's like a, it's like a like a chat show, but um, sort of, yeah, and then Ryan's like a stage, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't explain it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, George. Yeah. No, we loved making that, and we we we'll we'll do it again. Like the show that we wrote for this year, we it's not topical, so we can just do it hopefully next year, assuming they have a festival next year. So, yeah, it's it's we'll be back doing it again next year. But yeah, it was a real shame. I mean, for so many people, that was just a shame that that festival got. Well, obviously, not to talk about Corona. Everyone knows it's shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Breaking shit. news from uh, yeah. is, is that is that yep. exclusive? The guy I can, run the, I can run the exclusive banner. Are you cool with that? Just want to get permission. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Perfect. There we go. Oh, um, there is actually one. <laughs> anything else anything exclusive? Else wanna, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's all I've got. That's the best news I've got. Actually, the other exclusive is that I unfortunately do have to go. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no, that's that's fair. I mean, it's sort of, I don't know if the banner was Sorry. relevant for that, but uh, thank I you. I genuinely Ryan could sit here. I could sit here. I could come back later tonight if you need someone. Yeah, because look, I'm. We're going to be doing it until seven a.m. So. I yeah. know. Well, you are you guys going to drink or anything? Yeah. Have you got any yeah, of those we'll... edibles from LA left? What are you going to do? <laughs> <Nah. laughs> could you imagine trying to take that? Like, I wonder how easy oh it is God. to take on the plane. But anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Let you that's go, drug Ryan. smuggling, uh, yeah, exclusive yeah, yeah, yeah. drug smuggling people. with Ryan Shelton. <laughs> yeah, uh, ask me anything. <laughs> love you, Ryan, mate. We appreciate Thanks, you Ryan. so much. Thank, thank Thanks, you so buddy. much. Sorry if I was fanboying a bit there, but 
you know. No, thank not you. sorry. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I loved it so much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rye. Bye, guys. See ya. Good luck. See you, mate.